Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls with their winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, telling the truth is controversial. Welcome to the Map Up Show. It is great to have you with us. We have a big one for you tonight, and I want everybody to check out the buffshow.com. Just go to the buffshow.com, sign up for the newsletter, check all your past interviews, and follow us on your favorite social platforms, including Rumble, Getter, Facebook, who is every day sending a message that they're going to ban the show. Um, YouTube already did, so don't click on that one. <laughs> That's what's happening right there. Check us out on X, which is, you know, Twitter. And then also on Patriot Podcast Network on your Roku TV devices. And we have got so much to cover, including crazy Joe Biden. This guy is shot. First, he goes marching across the country, uh, across the world to Vietnam. And remember Jill, we told you last week, Jill didn't want to go. So she faked the COVID thing and stayed home in, uh, in the beach house that was paid for by all the Biden crime family influences. Um, so she didn't want to go to that. So if, if somebody's not leading this guy around, if somebody's not taking his hand and holding him around, he's like a Roomba device. He just kind of bumps into things and goes over here and bumps into that and goes up there and, and then says a bunch of crazy nonsense. I mean, for crying out loud, would you look at this? Uh, I see. I'm just following my orders here. Wait a minute. Following your orders. Who's, whose orders are you following, Joe Biden? Kareem Jean-Pierre's, Ron Klain's, Michelle Obama's orders? Who are you following orders? And and everybody's like, oh, the Democrats should get another candidate. Now, let's just put this guy out the pasture. Uh, Spit it out, Joe. Spit it out, Joe. Pulling out note cards. Come on. Spill it staff, out. Staff, is there anybody haven't spoken? To, uh, no, I ain't calling on you. I'm calling on you. I said they had five questions. Uh, I don't. Uh, he said. <laughs> He said, staff, anyone I'm supposed to be calling on, he's looking around for notes and everything. By the way, this is on the world stage. I mean, is he trying to get us all blown up? Is he trying to start World War III by just being there and incompetent as he is? I mean, this is ridiculous. Staff, am I supposed to call? He comes out and calls on five people with pre-written questions. Everything is staged and phony with this guy, and this is on the world stage. Anyway, I, I just think that they're... Other things are on leaders' minds, and they respond to what's needed at the time. And look, nobody likes having celebrated international meetings. Muttering. If you don't know what you want at the meeting, if you don't have a game plan. He may have a game plan. He just hasn't shared it with me. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, 
but I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 uh, the Southern Hemisphere had access to changes, had access. It wasn't confrontational at all. Thank, thank you, everybody. This ends the press conference. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Kareem comes, comes in and cuts him off. That's enough because he was trying to answer a question in a really fumbled, messed up way. Trying to get it, trying to get it out there. Kareen cuts him off because she's the propaganda minister. She's the one that lies to you in front of the podium every day about how great the economy is, how the border's secure, and how about we're not trying to do anything to harm America, energy production. Now she's the one that lies about all that. But what we have here is a situation where uh, Joe Biden makes a fool of himself, and then he comes home right, and he's just beat down tired he said he wanted to go to bed first president in tv history to go on camera and say i want to go to bed i've had enough i mean sleepy joe biden that was one of the early nicknames of this guy and boy was he not kidding sleepy. and so this uh, was in addition to the 7.3 billion dollars in funding we secured from the national camp for the national cancer institute this year alone. We signed the PAC Act in the law, one of the most significant laws ever. To right, reading, 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 reading. Let's see when he gets and tired of reading. Come on, come on. Because he turns it over to Jill Biden because he falls asleep here. Cancer is daunting and complex. You know what else is daunting and complex? Joe Biden, like cancer. Daunting and complex. And a drain on our life here in America. It's just, I mean, there goes gas prices again. It's getting really, really ridiculous. And it's just, it's just, there's news everywhere. We're going to have Luis Valdez on here uh, from Gun Owners of America in a little bit. New Mexico sheriff refuses to endorse governor's new public health order regarding open carry. This is emergency time. They learned about this in 2020 with the CDC. Hey, we can use an emergency act to suspend the Constitution, lock everybody in their homes. We want jabs in arms. We want babies out of wombs. We want kids in masks. And we want everybody to fall under our control about social distancing. Remember, six feet safe, five foot danger. That all is happening now with guns, <laughs> with your firearms. We got some shocking audio from a press conference with the New Mexico governor who made this ridiculous order. And it, it just, it's just absolutely shocking. And then Kevin McCarthy is out with the impeachment inquiry. Let's speed this thing up a little bit. We've got the bank records. We got another phone call with Joe Biden, by the way. We got all these things happening. We've got the the uh, text. My dad needs fifty percent from Hunter. Uh, we got the phone calls. Oh, it's good to hear you. That the big guy is there with you. We've got it all there. We got the fired prosecutor in Ukraine. We've got twenty five million dollars in the bank. He didn't do that on a senator's salary. Old middle class Joe. Riding the train to work every day. Nope, that's me. Let's move this thing along. And uh, so this is the business of the American people. You got to get Joe out. And I don't agree with Governor DeSantis saying and that old talking point line. 
Well, we don't want to impeach Joe Biden because Kamala's there. No, no, no. You get him, and then you beat her, and you take care of business. What's turnabout is fair play. It's the most ironic thing of this all is, is the Democrats are covering for Joe Biden, who they impeached Trump for saying that Trump did what Joe Biden actually did. I know it's confusing, but it's irony. They impeached Trump for something that they said he did that Joe Biden actually did. And then they then they don't want to impeach Biden for the crimes they uh, they they uh, went after Trump for. I mean, it's just remarkable. So the impeachment hearing is going to open up the investigations anymore like they really need to be opened up anymore. And they're uh, trying to make sure that they get all the evidence out there so there's no dispute, but it's time to kick. It's time to tell Joe Biden to take a hike, okay? It's time to tell him to take a hike. And then we have uh, just absolute nonsense, not just with Liberty Safe. We're going to get to that, too, here in a little bit. But the CIA has bribed six officers investigating COVID or origins to hide the link to the Chinese lab. Because once they show the link to the Chinese lab, they show how the NIA paid for it and Fauci was behind it. So Fauci brought COVID to America. Thank goodness it was like the flu and it, it wasn't that bad for 99% of the people. Um, and the masks were proven ineffective. We proved that uh, governor tyr- governor, uh, gov- government tyranny is a far-reaching overpower of nonsense. We uh, that's That's spun out of control. I mean, once these local mayors and officials and governors got a taste of what it's like with COVID power, they want to, they can't let it go. They're trying to bring it back. And the people are saying, no, they're trying like heck, maybe we should go back to masks and vaccines and and all the kinds of stuff that we did. Um, The only person I want to see in a mask in America is Randy Weingarten. All right. That's the only person in America I want to see in a mask because she looks 10 times better and everybody on the view as well. That's the only people I want to see in masks. It's not for safety. It's just to hide. It's just to hide their faces. Okay. So they're the CIA, which is corrupt as all get out, just like the FBI, the Department of Education, um, the Department of Energy. I mean, everyone, if they have a three letter name, that they're pretty much co- completely corrupt now. And so they tried to hide the links to the Chinese lab. Why are they trying to protect the Chinese lab? Is it because they're an investor in the Joe Biden Inc. China's an investor in the Joe Biden Inc. So we got to hide them. But uh, the, they, it's just, it's just, this is all coming out everywhere because of our freedom of information act. And because of the, social media aspects that we have to share these stories, even though uh, Facebook and everyone else is trying to hide this information. We want to get this information out there. How corrupt was the lockdowns? How corrupt was that Chinese lab? And how much money went to Wuhan? How much money did? We talked to, we're going to be talking about the, the New Mexico like crazy. We're going to be talking about that. That's unbelievable. California reverses travel ban to red states with LGBTQ laws. 
California put on a travel ban on conservatives, right? And then everybody went nuts saying Trump did a ban on Muslim countries. How dare you do a ban on terrorist Yemen? How dare you? California does a ban on conservatives. We don't want you traveling to red states because you might get indoctrinated with the truth and learn what's really going out there. This is a time in America to reflect on how much you will comply, how much you're going to let them take you over, how much of your life are you going to let them take. If you're uh, somebody who open uh, carries or conceal carries in New Mexico, are you going to put up with an officer coming up and throwing you up against the wall based on an act of emergency? If you're not wearing a mask in a gas station, how are you going to put up with somebody throwing you up against a wall because you didn't want to wear a mask? How are you going to let them take our elections and treat them like their own personal savings for the future accounts to where they can manipulate this over here, big tech over there, Dropbox over there, guy in a mask with envelopes over here. We've got actually a court case coming up in in, um, Georgia with Donald Trump that's actually going to be able to show a lot of this evidence that they were talking about. This is going to backfire on them. I'm not saying go out there and start a riot in the street. Do I look like I work for Black Lives Matter organization? Do I look like I work for Antifa? No. But we've got to get the conversations going. We've got to get out to the polling places. We've got to write the letters. We've got to make the phone calls. we got to do whatever we can to protect our freedoms in this country. Because they will take, the socialists and the commies will take, 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 until you tell them not to take anymore. And that's just how it goes. So stay with us on the Matt Buff Show. We're going to get into the tyranny that's happening with your Second Amendment rights next. Stay with us. Oh, it's so soft and smooth. It's cool to the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took my pillow's patented bill and combined it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented my pillow to bring you the best pillow in history, my pillow 2.0. Because of all of you, MyPillow 2.0 has been a huge success. And now we're bringing you our best-selling Go Anywhere MyPillows with the same temperature-regulating technology. Made with my patented adjustable fill and brand-new cooling fabric, they're truly the next generation of MyPillow. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save over 60% on our MyPillow 2.0 four-pack special. You'll get two MyPillows and two Go Anywhere MyPillows regular $259.92 now only $99.98 king size just $10 more this is a limited time offer so please order now don't forget to use promo code buff at mypillow.com check it out today hey you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar yes even conservative talk show hosts there was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles carbon emissions and panel production It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? 
It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit optouttoday.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Map Up Show. It's great to have you with us. We've actually got breaking news that you uh, judge temporarily halts New Mexico governor's gun ban. Uh, Michelle Luan Grisham, the crazy leftist who uh, somehow worked her way into the governor's mansion in New Mexico. So uh, the judge has halted the gun ban because it's completely unconstitutional. And then she goes off and uh, has to face reporters. Uh-oh, she had to face reporters, too. Yes. Um, He's got a question. Examples you cited are crimes. Kids shooting at other kids, shooting from cars. So what's the value of the civil order? Why not just do better law enforcement? Both. The value of the order is, is that I'm, it gives me three things. One. It says it's a statewide issue and it's a message to everyone to start leveraging your resources and arresting people. Two, the jurisdictions come at this, including with the DOJ restrictions, differently. We're going to go to Luis Valdez on the Matt Buff Show as we talk more about this. Luis, great to see you. I'm going to play some more of that clip because she gets pressed on the crime issue. But the news is a judge has halted this because it's just absolutely ridiculous. But they said it was temporarily Holton. Yeah, GOA, we filed a complaint and a request for a TRO or temporary restraining order this past weekend, and the judge upheld and honored our request. So Good. we are looking to make this now permanent. But the actions of the governor in New Mexico is clearly communist in nature. I would expect this to be 90 miles off our shores in Cuba, not in one of our states in New Mexico. I mean, it was ludicrous to see this happen. But uh, luckily, the Constitution prevailed and common sense prevailed. You had the county sheriff say that this was unconstitutional. You had the chief of Albuquerque police say it was unconstitutional. And you even had the attorney general for New Mexico say, we're not defending this. This is clearly unconstitutional. And mind you, all three of those public figures, they're anti-gun Democrats. And they even said, no way, we're not touching this. No, not at all. I mean, this is just ludicrous. Who on her staff got with her and said this would be a good idea? I mean, it's just the common sense answers here. Are criminals going to listen to that ban? Of course not. But um, just just listen to just a little bit more of this nonsense, Lewis. Without the leveraging and the additional resources, arresting, and where do they go? we got to make sure that everyone is bumping up their services. It's a message to the uh, Metropolitan Detention Center. It's a message to the HMOs. You better figure out treatment. We have been sort of stalled out, to your point. 
This order basically says, stop stalling out, and to your point, just arrest everyone. Well, I also have to have the... She wants to arrest everyone. Lewis, your thoughts on that real quick before we play some more. My thoughts on that is, it doesn't work that way, you crazy lady. Last I checked, we have this thing called innocent until proven guilty and constitutional rights. That's right. Let's play Arresting, and where do they go? We got to make sure that everyone is bumping up their services. It's a message to the oh. uh, metropolitan. Here, give me. This would allow us, huh? Someone got a concealed carry permit in Albuquerque walking down a public street, they're not going to get arrested. I can make the point that they, maybe they should be. So somebody, the question was, somebody walking down the street in Albuquerque with a concealed carry permit, right, Lewis? And they're saying he's not going to get arrested. And she's like, maybe he should be. This is an order to lock up law-abiding citizens, not to lock up criminals, because there's no room for them. Previously, in another press conference, she was directly asked if this order will have any effect on crime. And she said the quiet part out loud. She said, of course not. Criminals aren't going to abide by this. But here you see, again, she said the quiet part out loud. She wants to go after gun owners. She wants to go after law-abiding gun owners, people who are simply exercising their God-given inalienable rights, rights that we as Americans are born with. She wants to violate those rights because people are daringly to exercise them by, get this, protecting themselves, protecting their loved ones, protecting their places of businesses and their homes. And last I checked, that doesn't happen in the United States of America. That's not what this country was founded on. That happens in Venezuela. That happens in Cuba. That happens in China. That happens in Russia. It doesn't damn happen here. Well, it's happening here. Just go ask Liberty Safe, who was the premier safe maker for gun owners in America, for firearm owners in America who wanted to protect and keep their guns safe. Turns out if the DOJ comes up to Liberty Safes and said, I need the password to this guy's safe so we can compensate. There were three laws bo broken. You, you ask for somebody's password and you're not supposed to get it from somebody else except for them. Then you want to confiscate their firearms. That's a violation of their Second Amendment. And then you take away their due process rights by actually following through with it. And Liberty Safe just complied. Lewis, you couldn't even get Apple iPhones to open up a phone from a terrorist, but Liberty Safe was happy to do this? What the hell, man? You know, a lot of people bring up the Apple situation. Apple doesn't have a built-in backdoor into their systems, into their phones. So when the Department of Justice went to Apple and requested that they brute force break into a phone, Apple said, we can't do that. We don't have that system. Now, Liberty Safe, along with some other companies, they have a backdoor into their safes, mostly for locksmithing reasons that, hey, if there's a malfunction with the with your electronic pad and, you know, it needs to be reset, they have a, a reset code for that purpose. And as a former law enforcement officer, we've issued uh, warrants on safes before. And what happens is a safe technician would come out and they would insert the code and that would then unlock the safe. But we did it via a warrant. You know, we went to a judge. We presented probable cause. We said, Your Honor, we uh, secured this safe during the conduction of a search warrant uh, while attempting to locate uh, uh, 
uh, material that is circumstantial as evidence to the commission of a crime, uh, we need to gain access to the safe. Now, the reason why a law enforcement agency would make such a request sometimes is because the other ways to get into a safe is either, you know, a blowtorch, a drill, things like that. You don't want to destroy the items in the safe. So I kind of understand Liberty Safe's, you know, it, it's, it's a delicate balancing act. And as a law enforcement officer, I understood that. But as an American, as a patriot, it's also scary at the same time because was Liberty Safe directly presented a warrant by, by the Department of Justice or this agency in question? Were they presented a warrant or was the agency just saying, hey, we got a warrant for something else. Can you guys help us? That is the question at hand. That's what makes this very scary on how this is turning out. Because if you had a federal law enforcement agency simply go to Liberty Safe and say, hey, look, we want to gain access. We already have a corridor to do it. Can you guys help us out? That's different. It's one thing if Liberty Safe directly was presented a warrant and said, you have to cooperate with this or bad things happen versus just, hey, can you guys help us crack open the safe? That's the question at hand here. It is the question at hand. And it just seemed like it just happened too easily. When we say we ask people to fight and stand up against this, I mean, we, I'd like to see a press conference with Liberty Safe coming out and said, you know what? We can't comply to unlawful things. These are our, these are our customers. I wanted to see a statement, some kind of release. Have you guys seen anything from them saying other than, oh, yeah, you need this? Here you go. I personally haven't seen that, but that doesn't mean it possibly hasn't happened. Um, sadly, New Mexico has taken a lot of my attention. We've been fighting that front there. Uh, yes. And also, uh, previously, I was fighting the issues here in our own home state when you had a, that racist nut job in Jacksonville. Um, because, you know, Florida, Florida is my primary uh, state of residence. It's where I do all of our fighting for on two A fronts. Now, that's not where GOA fights all the time. We're a national organization, of course. But right. my primary duties are Florida, other than being a national spokesperson. So I'm not, you know, did Liberty possibly make a state? I don't know. I personally haven't seen it. But as of this moment, it's it's still a question. Did they comply with a simple request or did they comply with a court order? That becomes the question at hand. That is what really makes this different. Because like you brought up with Apple, the FBI went to Apple and they told them, we want you to get into this phone. And Apple looked at them like, um, first off, we can't physically. We don't have a backdoor into our clients' phones. Once they have a password on it, we can't do anything. Good luck. And then the FBI basically went to Apple and said, well, can you guys jailbreak it? Can you guys brute force it open? And Apple's like, uh, no, we're not going to do that. So, you know, there you have a company basically from the get-go creating a system that they can't do anything about it. Now, again, can Liberty Safe develop their safes to do that? Yeah, they can. From a marketing standpoint, do they have a backdoor into their safes for more common issues if there's a lock failure and a locksmith comes out to reset the lock and up. Yeah, that's there. You know, I, I, I'm, like I said, I kind of understand from an LE point of view. I understand from a corporate point of view, but from a civil rights point of view, this is scary because of how this is being played out. Again, if they simply complied with a simple request with no court order, that's the scary thing about this.
Well, that's what it's looking like. And the Missouri AG is going to, he's launching an investigation into them and seeing what went down. Let's get to the bottom of the truth. It just on paper, it's more the same nonsense. It's the FBI, corrupt FBI when it comes to January 6th. And it was a January 6th guy that happened to be at a protest and they won all his information because they want to ruin all the lives of anybody who was at that protest. That's, that's just more what we're seeing. I mean, we got, we're sending a guy up the river for 22 years who wasn't even there. <laughs> and then they're go, they got people languishing in prisons. They got them languishing in uh, solitary confinement for going on three years now. And so this was more the same. FBI, January 6th, and we don't want manufacturers that seem to support and be on our side to just comply with this nonsense. That's what it looked like on the front. And that's why so many people were mad. And I get why they're mad. I would be mad too. I am mad. If that's how it's turning out, I am mad. We should have patriotic companies standing up to the federal government and standing up to state and local government and saying, no, our system of laws is based on a principle of innocent until proven guilty. If you want to build a case, you have to do it with the system on hand. That means you have to present a probable cause affidavit. You have to get a warrant. You have to go through the procedure. You just can't go and do it willy-nilly. You can't do fruit from the poisonous tree. We've had already multiple Supreme Court cases stating that illegally gathered evidence absolutely destroys the foundation of a case. Right. But, but we have, on in law enforcement, you have... Um, you, you have agencies, I, I can't remember the, legal, the technical term right now, but um, uh, parallel construction, that's what it's called. You have parallel construction ongoing where, for instance, let's say the NSA illegally gathered evidence of a suspect. They then relay that information to the DEA. The DEA will independently parallel construct something to corroborate that information so they could then present it to a court of law and say, well, look, here, you know, we did a, we did a surveillance of the guy. We got him red-handed. We're presenting um, probable cause for a warrant for arrest or search. When in reality, what it was is they got a tip off from the NSA doing an illegal wiretap and email surveillance and all saying, hey, this guy's up to no good. Go after him. But again, our system of government is based on a very strong foundation of innocent until proven guilty. And that even goes back to what's happening in New Mexico. The governor wanted to treat everyone who was a legal gun owner as a criminal. And no, GOA will not stand for that. GOA will defend our civil rights, no more, no less. That's what this comes down to. The Constitution, our civil rights are interconnected. The First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, all of it. Because without each one, it just unravels. But what your listeners need to remember is the Constitution doesn't grant you rights. It enumerates rights. These were rights that existed even before the Constitution was drafted, and the Founding Fathers knew that. So don't ever think that the government grants you anything via the Constitution. It doesn't. Because what the government could give you, the government could take away. These rights existed even before the Constitution did. That's exactly right. The, the right to bear arms wasn't something the Constitution created. It enumerated it. Like you said, it, it certified it and put it in writing and said, sign here. Everybody signed it. And that's how we got, that's we got it. I mean, you don't like the rules. You don't like guns. Move to Australia. Go to somewhere else. 
Or why don't you spend a few days in uh, Chicago or Louisiana or Atlanta? Spend a few days where these problems are really a problem and see if it's the it's the inanimate object or is it the lunatics that are getting out on bail for nothing. But these emergency powers acts are getting out of control. Lewis, last word to you. They're going to try to go after everything under the term emergency. That's the one thing they got that they say they can get around the Constitution. Last word. They think they could do that to get around the Constitution, but they're dead wrong on that. And we will prevail. And even on the federal level, you have the Biden administration trying to do that with passing universal background checks as an emergency provision because ATF could reinterpret the law, So supposedly. But that ain't going to fly, especially now with a Supreme Court that has shut down Chevron deference, a Supreme Court that has enumerated multiple times the rights to keep and bear arms belongs inside and outside of the home. And that is an inalienable right. That is a God-given right that we're born with. That's right. I mean, the fight continues. Last time we talked, you said something crazy might happen. This is the, by far the craziest thing, an emergency act to, to ban people's constitutional rights to to keep and bear arms and they followed all the paperwork and did the right thing and she wants to arrest them too can't wait to see what happens when we talk to you next time Luis valdez gun owners of america everybody go there sign up get involved join Luis and everybody across the nation thank you Luis. thank you and i hope next time we're talking not because bad things happen but because great things have happened like the the uh governor of new mexico being in jail for doing what she did it's a crime i I like that yeah hopefully hopefully she gets cuffed and stuffed and put into a 10 by 9 cell absolutely right next to a j6er that's what (laughs) that's what they want to do all right we'll see you next time buddy take it easy have a good one brother all right sounds good luis valdez everyone really enjoys those segments on the map buff show because they're goas behind the judge's order that you saw that said the governor of New Mexico was acting in bad faith and unconstitutionally, we get to the people that are behind it. And we're going to go behind even more of the teachers' unions and everything else with Freedom Foundation. Big-time special segment after this on the Matt Buff Show. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. 
All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Cost of living is skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Welcome back to the Matt Buck Show. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe the videos and the interviews that you see on thebuffshow.com and make sure to check us out on Rumble where we stream live every single week. And then we put the interviews on Rumble. Follow us on our Rumble channel. Just search Matt Buff on Rumble. All right, so Randy Weingarten steps into a safe space called C-SPAN and then a caller wants to have a few words with Randy. Garten of the American Federation of Teachers will head to the first state. This is Kathy in Bethel, Delaware. Line for Republicans, good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm concerned about the fact that um, Ms. Weigarten is blaming parents for children not going into the teaching profession. I think that's just an excuse. I wasn't actually um, blaming parents. I no, was, no, no, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. No, I, was, no. I was giving you a poll result that we had from last year. It was a poll from last year, a Phi Delta Kappen poll from last year that said when parents were asked, they said they loved their kids' teachers, but they didn't want their kids to go into teaching. Okay, just, so okay? now that you filibustered on me, dime, I'd like to finish what I was saying. I'm sorry. Millions of dollars of union dues are going to the Democratic Party so that that agenda for DEI, uh, pushing parents out of decision making for their children, low test scores from our nation compared to other nations, demonizing the whites in the school curriculum. And you're double dipping to hundreds of thousands of dollars of the taxpayers' money because you don't even step foot in a classroom to teach. I'm wondering why you have the, the audacity to blame parents as they, the, your agenda has done and keeping the parents out of the, the uh, uh, important decisions in their children's lives. Kathy, let me give Randy Ryan Gardner so, a chance to respond. So I have clearly failed in yes. my teaching in C-SPAN today because I didn't say any of that stuff. And so I'm sorry that you feel that way about me. But I love parents. I, you know, I'm, I'm a grandparent myself. I think that we really, really need to work with parents all the time. That's an absolute bunch of garbage. If you go to all her tweets... She's mad at parents for wanting to take pornographic books out of schools. She's mad at parents who don't want to get mandatory vaccine shots to kids. She's mad at parents, and she said all this. Just watch the clips from our Freedom Foundation segment in the past where we played from their own rallies. 
their own events and conferences. They sent a letter to the DOJ saying they need to arrest parents as domestic terrorists. And the DOJ was like, okay, we'll do that. And then the public noticed that, and it was bad. I could go about this all day. Let's go to Maxford Nelson on the Matt Buff Show, freedomfoundation.com, and a special guest, first-time guest, Ryan Horan on the Matt Buff Show. He is uh, the National Outreach Coordinator and Director of Illinois State. Ryan and Maxford, great to see you both. Great to be back, Matt. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Matt. All right, Ryan, you're new. Let's put you on the spot. What'd you make of Randy Weingarten just completely lying? She should have just ended of I failed and I I'm, I'm a, I failed you all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Randy right there, just not speaking on the facts at all of where union money goes and where harder, hard-earned money that teachers use and, and make go right to the unions and they spend it on politics and on politicians every single day. Yes, they do. And Maxford, I want to get your thoughts too, because you've been on many times where we take her statements and play them. And then she says, we're lying. Well, I'm glad you played the clip, Matt, because I actually had not, uh, I haven't had the pleasure of seeing it circulate yet. So I, I know you're pretty plugged into the pulse of things and I, I appreciate the chance to, uh, to, to witness the latest insanity from, from Ms. Weingarten as uh, AFT president. But my gosh, I mean, I, of course, she can't come out and say, I don't like parents. I don't want parents to be involved in public schools or uh, the education of their children. She can't say that. But her union is the, as you mentioned, is cheerleading and actively aggressively pushing for measures that have the effect of eliminating or minimizing parents' ability to control and direct their children's education in public schools. So there's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy to hear her try to dodge those accusations, you know, and she plays like her feelings have been hurt, you know, that somebody might think something mean about her, but good Lord, this woman will get up in a rally and scream at the top of her lungs about how evil uh, people who oppose the AFT are and, and don't share their views and values. So I, it's, what, what else do you say? Well, <laughs> well, we're going to go to a piece you wrote about that very thing where new emails suggest CDC uh, considered requiring COVID-19 vaccine for students. She was backing that kind of stuff and parents were against it. It's still an experimental vaccine, by the way. It's still. It's not like the chicken pox vaccine that had 25 years to develop. And they were on board and you got an article about this. We're going to talk about this in a second, Matt, but... Uh, uh, Maxford, but we're going to go back to Ryan real quick because there's an article about you um, and that, that you put out there. And I want everybody to go to freedomfoundation.com. You, uh, your opt-out message is echoing across Illinois. Illinois. I said, I put the S on it. Sorry about that, Ryan. <laughs> no worries at all. No worries. Yeah. Um, over the last couple of months, especially over the last year or so, once we've kind of went national and began to do a lot of outreach in Illinois, we've had massive success in Illinois in terms of our opt-out messaging going across schools and other state workers, um, let alone in the la over the last two months after our teacher conference we had in July in Colorado, we've seen a 140% increase in um, teachers and other school employees, such as janitors, bus drivers, cafeteria workers, all opting out um, within the last two months prior to compared to the two previous ones before our teacher conference. So we're seeing resounding results in the message spreading that these teachers and school employees and other home health care workers are just not standing up for 
um, their union anymore. They're tired. They're sick and tired of having their hard earned money taken from their paychecks and put into causes that they don't believe in and or they just need the financial help with Biden's economy at the moment, with inflation and everything else. They need they need the extra money and they need the support that they unions aren't giving to them. Yes, they do. And the support that unions want to give when it comes to teachers unions, Maxford Nelson, you've written about many times in this article that you wrote. Uh, we wanted to come back to that, too. Ryan's doing a f- fantastic job over there. But new emails suggest CDC considered requiring COVID-19 vaccines to students. Just throughout the whole three years of this nonsense, Maxford, the kids were always the ones they wanted to experiment on. It's it's really pretty crazy what we've what we've come up with here, Matt. And and thanks for giving us a chance to talk talk a little bit about it. Uh, you know, as, as you've mentioned and as we've talked about, Freedom Foundation has put a lot of time and energy into trying to hold unions like Weingarten's American Federation of Teachers and uh, actually the much larger teachers union, uh, the National Education Association, accountable for the role that they played in school closures and delayed school reopening and the COVID lockdowns. Uh, that we are thankfully are behind us for the, <laughs> at least for now uh, in most places. Uh, and as part of that, we've been submitting a series of Freedom of Information Act requests to the federal government, to the Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention uh, to find out what it was teachers unions were saying to federal officials during the pandemic and to see what uh, role that they played uh, and, and document the role that they played influencing the decision-making coming out of the federal government on, on COVID and school reopening. And so with this latest batch of records that was provided to us by the Department of Health and Human Services contained a, a particularly interesting email thread. And it started with a press release uh, that was sent by or released by the National Education Association in August of 2021, right before the beginning of that school year. And uh, the, so the NEA emails their press release out to a bunch of high-ranking officials in the federal government. And it was the NEA announcing that they were throwing their institutional support behind mandatory COVID vaccine requirements for educators, uh, not, not students, but, but for educators. And within days of that position being adopted by the NEA, you started seeing the major urban school districts, uh, school systems in the country do exactly that and start requiring these COVID shots for educators. And then it went to the state level and, and so on. Uh, and, and so anyway, the, uh, the email thread, the, the press release gets forwarded around among CDC officials. Eventually, it finds its way to the CDC's director uh, of the Office of Policy. Now, this isn't some mid-level, low-level staffer. This is a senior staff uh, decision maker at the CDC. And she replies to the email uh, to the NEA press release with the comment, you know, basically, great, glad that glad that they're on board for uh, vaccine requirements for teachers. But, quote, wish they'd say it for students. Yeah. What about the kids? I wish they'd do it. And they didn't redact that part. And and that's the kicker. So obviously that's controversial. Right. uh, Had the federal government or, or state governments or local governments anywhere tried to mandate COVID vaccines for students, it would have added a whole nother layer uh, of challenge and controversy over the, the problems that we all already experienced. Uh, and, and thankfully, the, the government didn't do that. Even to this day, only D.C. public schools are, are the only schools in the country uh, that require COVID vaccines for students. And, and that just started as of this academic year. Uh, but at, at any rate, that statement pretty controversial. At the time, uh, not even the FDA had approved uh, COVID vaccines for elementary age uh, children. 
Uh, and yet here we have a high ranking CDC official saying that, you know, she, she wants to, to create such a requirement or regretting, regretting at least that the NEA hasn't thrown its support behind such a requirement. And, you know, if you've dealt with Freedom of Information Act requests long enough, uh, you, you kind of figure out the technicalities of how the process works. Most federal agencies use uh, Adobe software uh, when they're going through these documents. And occasionally it is legal and permissible for an agency to redact something from a record that it's going to disclose in response to a FOIA request. And when they do that, you know, there's a two-step process to apply a redaction in Adobe. You have to highlight the text that you want to redact, and then you have to apply that redaction. Uh, and in this case, what would normally happen is the agency would, would type a reference to the legal authority that they're citing to support that redaction. So in this case, that particular statement, you know, wish, wish, we'd, uh, you know, wish the NEA would support vaccine requirements for students, was marked for redaction and had a citation with it for uh, you know, allegedly legally supporting uh, that text being redacted. But whoever was preparing the records for disclosure at the CDC neglected to take the final step of applying the redaction. So we, that's the only reason we got to see that comment at all. Uh, so on the one hand, you know, it's, it's a little bit interesting that we, that we got the comment. Obviously it's controversial and embarrassing for the CDC. But I, I think this might even be a case where the cover-up is worse than the crime to some extent, because the legal authority for uh, alleged trying to redact this comment that the CDC cited was a deliberative process exemption from the Freedom of Information Act. Well, that's only a legitimate exemption if the CDC was actively engaged in evaluating a policy like this and was actively <laughs> considering and discussing in a deliberative process a policy like this. So either they were actually seriously considering, or maybe still are, a vaccine requirement for school children, uh, in which case that information could have been legitimately redacted, or, and I think probably more likely, is this was just an embarrassing comment that they knew was going to look bad and, uh, and generate controversy, and they tried to redact it and just made something up and, uh, you know, applied a redaction that they had no legal support for and tried to skirt open government laws to save themselves the embarrassment. But either way, that's not a good look for the CDC. That's not confidence inspiring. Uh, it doesn't reflect well on the integrity of the uh, staff and public officials uh, that are running that agency as, as if we needed more reason to be uh, concerned with their decision making ability. That's the understatement of the year, Ryan. We're talking about the decision-making capabilities of the CDC. I mean, you're talking about a shot they want to put in the kids' arms that hadn't even proven to work yet. There was a guy on Fox News that he said he had seven boosters and he's had COVID three times. I mean, what is that arm going to fall off? These teachers are seeing this, and it's not just the, the health part of this. It's what's in the books and everything else like that. You're in Illinois. You got the one of the worst places for literacy in Chicago. <laughs> I mean, those teachers are, there's a lot of good ones trying to do everything they can and they don't know where to turn and they don't want their money going to policies that are making their kids worse. Yeah. I mean, you see it every day. The money that unions do and funnel back into, into politics has a numerous effect to it. Whether it's school shutdowns, that's, edu that's har harming ki uh, kids' 
reading, writing, math skills for years to come that we still to this day probably don't know the total extent of it. The un teachers are tired of feeling like they're not supported in the classroom with by the teachers union. They want they want to be able to actually help their students on a day to day basis and teach what they need to teach and get back to the fundamentals of math, reading and sciences, it, getting back to the uh, to the fundamentals of it. They don't need all of these extracurricular activities or extracurricular things put into the curriculum to make things harder for, for students to understand, harder for teachers to feel like they're being supported or that they just don't morally agree with. Um, they just want to be able to go to work, do a great job, help kids become smarter and, then, and, and educate the next generation of the country. And every day they have to battle with their teacher unions and fight against what they do or do not want to talk about. Yeah, that's right. Good stuff. I mean, it's just remarkable. But you guys are making record-breaking uh, decisions for teachers opting out left and right. Freedomfoundation.com, optouttoday.com. Max, I'm going to throw the last word to you because your expose work has been phenomenal. And it's if, we, if it wasn't for the Freedom of Information Act and the Janus decision, we'd be flying uh, Chinese flags all over the country right now. Well, you know, government transparency tools are incredibly powerful. I'm immensely thankful that we have laws uh, giving the public access to government records like the Freedom of Information Act. And we, we rely as, as watchdog uh, actors and, you know, the, the groups like the Freedom Foundation rely so heavily on these tools. Uh, and the challenge is that, that agencies are always trying to find ways to circumvent public access and you know, as a requester, you never really know what's behind uh, the information that's being redacted. I mean, you, at a certain level, you have to just take it at face value. Uh, but there's always that doubt in the back of your mind. What is what is behind the redaction? And is this actually justified? And every now and again, you get you get a case like this that comes up and you realize, good Lord, it's as bad as we think. You know, it's as bad as we suspect. They're redacting stuff that shouldn't be redacted because it's embarrassing to the powers that be. Uh, and so anyway, you do the best you can. Sometimes you get lucky. There's a lot of hard work that goes into this kind of uh, kind of accountability work. But uh, every now and again, you get lucky and something turns up that uh, peels back the curtain a bit. So we'll keep it up, uh, trying to hold the government accountable, trying to hold these government unions accountable and uh, and help help spread freedom one person at a time. One at a time. And and he's right, Ryan. Max Nelson is right on again. The best part of that story is the redacted part. Yep. <laughs> and sure enough, when you peel it back, you know, that is just as bad as we thought it would be. Yep. Imagine if we just had one year, we just re, 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 unredacted everything. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing was hidden from anyone. <laughs> oh, it would be it would be tremendous. How can people in Illinois help out and join the fight, Ryan? Yeah, people in Illinois, public sector workers, teachers, visit OptOut today um, to read more about um, how to opt out and your kind of rights your, that were affirmed by Janus um, back in 2018. And, and just we're here to help you. If you have any questions, reach out to me um, and reach out to our organization. We're here to, here to help you guys out along the way. All right. That is just fantastic. You guys keep up the good work. What a great expose. And the, the momentum from Denver has just been tremendous from that uh, teacher's event. So it's just been fantastic. We got a lot more work to do because Randy Weingarten is an absolute liar. I mean, she looks in the, she lies and then goes behind the parents back and I mean, it's just remarkable. And people are waking up every day. Freedomfoundation.com, optouttoday.com. Ryan Maxford, thank you so much. God bless you guys. My pleasure, man. Thanks for having us.
Absolutely. Sounds good. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. You guys stay with us. Last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original My Pillow, but also the My Pillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, My Slippers, and the My Pillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to mypillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from My pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And remember, just for checking out MyPillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to MyPillow.com now. Don't forget to use promo code BUFF at MyPillow.com. Check it out today. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit OptOutToday.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Map Buff Show. We are rolling along here. Check out thebuffshow.com. Check out our great sponsors that have you, you've already seen a couple of them on the show tonight. My pillow, uh, you've seen Freedom Foundation. We got satellite phone store coming up. After the hurricane, people are writing, I couldn't get in, in touch with people. Well, we've been telling you about it. Satellite phone store is where you go to get protected from the lack of communication because of a storm. And then I can't wait to ask Chris Orr later in the show about the power grid discussion they had in Congress. It was quite remarkable. So we're going to go to him in a little bit. First of all, we got a special guest on the Matt Buff Show. Joshua Charles is going to stop by for a few minutes to tell us about their new book, which is just phenomenal. It's uh, We talked about the crisis in the schools. Let's talk about the crisis in the church. Joshua Charles is here. He's co-author of the new book, Persecuted from Within. Joshua, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Matt. We're seeing the church become liberalized, too. I mean, it's not just the school systems, the public school and the daily life. Um, they're really trying to just break into the church. I mean, we got pride flags flying in churches. When are the real Christians going to stand up? Uh, well, the saints have always stood up in every time. And uh, there's a term I coined a number of years ago called a one-niner. And it refers to Ecclesiastes 1.9, which is there's nothing new under the sun. 
And so uh, I believe we're in uniquely dark days. I think we can make that case historically. I was just hearing your previous segment about the, the so-called vaccine and whatnot. I think there's some, some major, major issues there. Uh, was very concerned about it when I was in the White House. Um, but, uh, but at the same time, studying history a lot, reading the writings of the founders, reading the writings of the church fathers uh, who went through a lot of persecution. Many of them were martyrs. Um, if, if they weren't what the, what the Catholic Church calls a red martyr, they were a white martyr, which means they were you know, exiled. They were you know, unjustly booted from their, their office or their flock or whatnot. Um, and so uh, uh, you can read quotes from a thousand plus years ago that sound like they could be said today and there'd be no change. So. No, that's exactly right. Um, the Catholic Church has been the most recent attacks have become from the Biden regime. I yeah. mean, they are uh, going to their homes. They're going to try to, especially the Catholics that are out there with pro-life causes. Um, they're trying to shut them down, shut them up. And Joe Biden says he's a Catholic, but his administration, his regime has gone after Catholics more than anyone in the past when it comes to America. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. That's um, There's a term you'll hear often these days. It's called anti-church. And I'm actually working on a book about this. I would argue it's all over scripture. Um, basically, the idea of the anti-church is that within the church, you always have a, uh, a portion of fake Catholics, basically, who uh, are visibly part of the church. They've been baptized. They've been initiated into the faith. Um, and they continue to be visibly united with the church, but they've lost the faith uh, or they blatantly disregard it. And so this is an ancient phenomenon. It's all over scripture. Um, and it's one of those themes that many of the church fathers unpacked a lot. Um, you know, St. Augustine in particular, he talked about the wheat and the tares inside the one church, uh, the, the clean and the unclean. They saw in Noah's Ark, uh, you know, in Noah's Ark, you had uh, animals that were considered clean and unclean according to the later Torah law, but they were both together in the one ark. Um, you know, there's all sorts of typology throughout scripture. And so you know, oddly enough, it's quite comforting to, <laughs> to study that stuff because you realize, um, you know, there are tough times ahead. I think we're in tough times. I think ever since March of 2020, uh, nothing will probably ever be the same <laughs> in my lifetime. No. Um, and, but 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 we can take great comfort knowing that much of this, um, in one form or another, was prophesied and is all throughout the pages of Scripture. God tests those uh, tests those who will love Him. And those who pass the test uh, will get something they can never earn on their own, which is an eternal reward. So uh, if we endure, uh, we've got a very inconceivably good thing headed our way. Let's jump into the book, Persecuted from Within, for a couple minutes here. When to obey and when to disobey. A priest or a bishop, how several saints were purified and sanctified by unholy superiors. This is a time to look at that right now because... You see a lot of people, like in San Francisco, the Catholic Church let in these trans people that think they're something else and, and the weirdos because they're scared of them. So when to obey and when to disobey? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a huge topic, but the, the church has had a, a highly developed theology of it for many years. Essentially, um, the short version would be uh, just because a pope or a bishop says something doesn't mean it's binding. The Catholic Church has never believed that. Um, you know, we, we believe the Pope is um, God will protect him from error when he's engaged in what Jesus calls binding and loosing in Matthew 16 and then later Matthew 18. So binding and loosing was, you know, when an authority established by God would make a decision 
And, um, and God says, yeah, heaven will be behind that decision so that the church will have the faith. Um, that's what we Catholics believe. So we believe that the Pope will be protected from error in those situations where he's officially teaching the whole church something that needs to be held by all Catholics as part of the faith itself. Um, but that by no means means that everything he or any bishop says is of that same quality. It is not. Um, in the same sense that, you know, high priests of Israel uh, were not always wearing their garments going before God in the Holy of Holies. Uh, sometimes they were just dudes in their own homes uh, making mistakes and, uh, and whatnot. So there are limits to obedience. Um, but at the same time, uh, the Catholic view of obedience is quite high. Um, uh, we believe obedience is one of the key virtues. And the reason why is because, um, one of the key things you have to do to follow Christ is abandon your own will. And, you know, as he says, not, not my will father, but your will be done. And so that's why obedience, um, just as a default, not in every situation, but as a default is one of the chief virtues because you are abandoning your own will. And, and learning that virtue, learning to put your own will aside is part of the intrinsic nature of being a Christian. Um, and so that's why as a default, uh, we see it as a good thing. You see it, but not only with respect to popes and bishops or priests, but in just parents, you know, one of the commandments is obey your mother and your father. And it's one of the only commandments that has a promise attached to it. You know, it will go well for you in the land. Um, and then in Deuteronomy 17, when, when Moses is uh, is talking about if there's a controversy under the Torah, you know, we don't, you know, there's a, there's a, a disagreement about this law or that law, you know, go to the priest in that day and he'll render a judgment for you. And then once he's rendered a judgment, you need to listen. And whoever doesn't listen will be killed. <laughs> Some old Testament uh, procedure there. But, um, uh, so obedience as a default is a good because we need to be, we need to question our own will. We need to, there's, there's somebody whose will we need to be most careful about and that's our own. Now, um, where, it gets, uh, where it gets more qualified is when a superior, um, the next level would be if a superior who has the right to command you, meaning you, you should obey, and they have the right to command you in what's called an area of prudence, meaning prudence is the virtue by which we know how to take all the circumstances into account and apply the abstract principle to the concrete situation. So, for example, if you're a monk, um, and you've taken a religious vow of obedience. What that means is that your superior can give you an order. Um, and, and that superior, if it's a matter of prudence, you may think what he's, he's deciding is imprudent. But as long as it's not downright sinful, you need to obey him. And it's very similar for priests. Uh, because the reason why is because when you have a hierarchy, um, just like with your parents, your parents may be making an imprudent decision. But as long as they're not asking you to sin or contradict the faith or to leave Jesus Christ, um, they are the ones who have the right to make that prudential decision. Now, the next level would be basically if a superior, a parent, a teacher, a professor, a priest, a bishop, or even a pope uh, commands you to do something that's contrary to the faith or contrary to one of the commandments, one of the, the moral law. If that happens, nobody needs to obey. Um, it's simply not. It's simply not a duty. Um, and so. That would be the basic outline of, of when obedience is owed and when it's not owed. And unfortunately, a lot of people have kind of flattened obedience into something that needs to be had at every single moment, uh, just on the whim of whoever says it. And that's just that's never been Catholic teaching. You can find centuries, millennia of, of Catholic theologians, great saints, great doctors of the church, popes who all say that that's not true. Well, 
it it's just a, a unique time too because conservative priests are being canceled. Yeah. Um, Pope Francis has aligned with the global elites. Yep. <laughs> and well, I, so, is the church dying? And how can conservative Christians restore? Sure. Well, the church um, will never die. We believe it's Christ's body. And um, as Christ's body, it's a society unlike any other. It's not any merely human society. Merely human societies, such as families, such as companies, such as uh, states, such as governments, such as nations, they can rise and they can fall. We've seen countless examples of that throughout history. Um, but the church established by the second person of the Trinity, assuming human nature, Jesus Christ, is not an ordinary society. Um, we as Catholics would argue that one of the reasons he gave such extraordinary promises to the church, um, such as the Holy Spirit will guide it into all truth, he said he would be with the apostles until his return, um, which, you know, since they died, uh, we, we take that to mean to all their successors as well, um, is precisely because without those promises, the church would fall apart. It would die. Um, so, no, we don't believe it will die. Um, but those promises are not inconsistent with um, periods of corruption, periods of confusion. Uh, Christ also warned in the midst of giving these extraordinary promises. He also warned about wolves coming into the flock. He warned about false prophets. Uh, St. Paul, and I think it's 1 Corinthians eleven nineteen says there must be many heresies among you so that the genuine among you can be proven. Um, so, you know, God allowing these sorts of challenges is, is a way to to bring out. It's kind of like when you're, um, you know, scripture uses the the example of purifying gold many times. And I'm not an expert in this, but basically when you purify gold, like you purify any metal, you superheat it. Right. So that's like suffering. Uh, you put it through a trial and the impurities rise to the surface and then you wipe off the impure, the dross. Right. You wipe off the impurity. So so, you know, St. Paul, I was just reading St. Augustine on this last night. He actually compared it to this. So I'm not even I'm not particularly creative here. This is straight from a church father. Um, St. Augustine compared heresies coming about in church history to kind of purifying the church and bringing the dross to the top so that it can be wiped away. So I think that's what we're going through a period right now. Um, I think arguably it's one of the worst such periods in history, perhaps the worst. Uh, it's bad. I don't think um, I don't think anybody should be under any illusions about that. However, this would be a huge topic. So I'll, I'll, I'll do the, the headline and then we, you can choose to go to her direction you want. But um, I think, uh, you know, the Catholic Church in the Catechism, paragraph 675 to 77, uh, says that prior to the appearance of Antichrist, the church will go through a passion, a final passion. Now, what does that mean? Well, our Lord in his individual body went through his passion, his, his suffering, death, and, the, and eventually resurrection, but his suffering and death on the cross. Um, and so his church, uh, as his mystical body, will go through something very similar. And what did we see during the passion? We saw... Um, a small, well, I don't know how big it was, but a significant chunk of the Jewish leadership aligned with the Romans to persecute Christ, right? That's the constant pattern throughout history. Is there some sort of internal um, treasonous element within the church that aligns with a worldly element and they both go after the church? Um, so that's the constant pattern throughout history. And it's a pattern that crescendos, I would argue, until the climactic final persecution by Antichrist. And so... Um, there's a few very interesting examples of people know the term typology. Typology is basically how we get the New Testament. Typology is basically the idea that every Old Testament reality is a figure of a forthcoming New Testament reality. And the New Testament reality is always greater. It's always more, more wonderful, more majestic, more holy. 
uh, because it's through Christ. And so, you know, like Peter, for example, he said that Noah's flood was a type of baptism. And what happened in the flood? Well, you had a few people who were put in an ark and the whole world was washed with water and all the sin was washed away. So when Peter says that's a type of baptism, that's why we believe when we're baptized, all of our sins are washed away. It's a, so, the, so Noah's flood was a type of that. And there's a million, million others. Our Lord, you know, the Eucharist, he's the manna. So the manna that was given to the children of Israel during their pilgrimage from the land of slavery and sin, Egypt, to the promised land, that manna now comes to us through the far greater bread of life, our Lord. So there's all sorts of typologies. So when we look at the typology of the passion, it's very interesting. And this is where the subject of obedience is, is very important. Um, there were two people preeminently who understood what, were, what was going on in the passion. And, and yet they reacted very differently than some others. Ironically, the one who is the most active, the one who was drawing a sword, the one who was like, I'm not going to let this happen, was St. Peter. And we know that when the time came and people were saying, weren't you with the Galilean? Didn't you know him? He said, nope, 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 nope. So the tough guy, Peter, uh, kind of uh, backed off. He didn't tell people he's not the Messiah, but he was a coward about acknowledging his own association with him. Um, and then it says all the other apostles scattered except for one, St. John, St. John. So St. John, it's, it's very, very interesting. It's way too big of a subject to fully get into right now. But St. John, um, there's, a, there's a scene in the, in the Last Supper narrative in his gospel where Jesus says to all of them, um, one of you will betray me, which he had kind of prophesied throughout his three-year ministry. And John leans over. I don't want to lean too far because I got to get the mic. But John leans over and says, basically, who will it be, Lord? And, you know, the disciple who Jesus loved. This is John. And our Lord tells him privately, him to whom I give this morsel. And the morsel, many of the church fathers say, was the Eucharist. So Christ had already blessed it. And so then he gives the morsel to Judas. And then right after Judas receives it, the devil goes into him immediately. And so that whole time, John knew who the betrayer was. And John was never involved with trying to take up the sword to destroy him because Jesus had been very clear. This is the entire reason I came. I came to die. I came to suffer and I came to rise again. So Paul, uh, I'm sorry, uh, John accepted that. Um, and so did Jesus's mother. If there was anybody who was who had as understandable a right to be upset, to be apoplectic, to be screaming at the top of their lungs, it was his mother. I mean, what mother wants to see their child unjustly accused and then murdered, essentially? Um, but Our Lady was completely silent, completely silent. So I would argue there's a great mystery here. It doesn't mean you don't stand up to injustice, but it also means realize the hour, realize the hour. And many times, um, you know, as scripture says, the anger of man doesn't bring about the righteousness of God. And my concern right now among many of the people who we would have a lot of agreement with is um, I, 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 you know, I think we're in a particular hour and I think we need to fight injustice a hundred percent. But at the same time, we need to recognize our limits and we need to recognize the power of fasting and prayer and uh, devotion and uh, getting things right in our own house. And uh, so anyway, I'll shut up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joshua Charles, thank you for joining us. I want everybody to check out the book persecuted from within there's so many answers and solutions there when we look from the outside it's it's really just bad how they're coming down hard on us but yeah i want everybody to check out the book We're thank you very much link on the buff show and joshua thank you so much for joining us thank what you a very great much, read. i appreciate it thank you
All right. Sounds good. Joshua Charles, everybody. The book is Persecuted from Within. Check it out today. Chris Orr from Satellite Phone Store coming up next on the Matt Buff Show. Matt Buff here to talk to you about safety, security, communication. I have so many friends that like to go hiking. And I'm not talking about hiking just outside of city limits. These guys like to go out into the wilderness, right? In the most remote parts of the country. Some even like to go around the world to remote parts just to see God's beauty. And that is great. But one thing they don't want to lose is their ability to communicate with the outside world in case of an emergency, in case something happens. How many tragic stories have we heard where somebody could not make a call, could not get connection, and they did not survive? We don't want that to happen to you. Don't have a fear of going to places because of communication. With SAT123.com, you can get communications from satellite phones anywhere in the world. I have people here in Florida that like to go deep sea fishing, out in the ocean, going out to the ocean to see what amazing wonders are out there or catch the most exotic fish. I don't know what they're into, but they like doing it. They like getting out there and being alone and away from the hustle and bustle of society. But one thing we want to make sure is they have their connections intact. If they want to be able to connect to somebody back on the land, they should be able to do it, and they can with a satellite phone from SAT123.com. Yes, satellite phones work in the ocean. Yes, satellite phones work in the wilderness. And yes, you can get a satellite phone fast from www.SAT123.com. We can deliver a satellite phone to you as fast as the next day. New specials weekly. Take advantage of those specials now. It's about saving lives. It's about your safety, your security. If it's a tornado, being able to get a hold of your relatives. If it's a hurricane, get a hold of your family and friends. Get down there and help. Make sure your communication lines are open. And that's how we are protecting you with the Matt Buff Show. Make sure you visit SAT123.com. When you call, tell them Matt Buff sent you. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. And that is exactly right. SAT123.com. There's Chris Hoare back on the show. Great to see you, man. Good to see you, Matt. Lots happened since we last spoke. Yes, a lot has happened. We had a hurricane, tornadoes. We've had all kinds of stuff. And then we had a hearing about the power grid. And it was really interesting. They did a press conference at the White House. And usually you got the White House behind you, but not today. Good. Thank goodness. Because somebody said, how can how much more can this U.S. grid take? How much more can can this happen? Because we're seeing problems. And And the spokesperson blew off the question. Didn't even answer it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of too bad, you know, given who they are, because, look, the power grid is in crisis. Um, we're seeing it all over the country with rolling blackouts, uh, a regular thing now in California. You know, we've got uh, price surges in Texas. We've got people attacking the grid, which is these bad state actors, you know, um, constantly attacking the grid. And by the way, those attacks apparently seem to increase around elections. So there's no question we need to rebuild that grid. Um, but I'm not counting on Congress getting anything done anytime soon, because we all know um, that's where good legislation goes to die. So uh, the only thing you can do is be prepared. And look, yeah, we have satellite phones at sat123.com, but we also have generators 
that can power from as little as um, you know, a small fridge all the way up to your entire house. These are portable generators, Matt. And if you don't have one, uh, you've got to ask yourself, what are you going to do when the power goes out? Because with the temperatures we're seeing across the country, on the upside, uh, living without AC is just not even an option in, in many states. Yeah, including Florida, where I'm at, where people had problems from the hurricane. But one thing people don't understand about the grid, even minute po- uh, problems can cause rolling b- blackouts. So those generator specials, those satellite phone specials and everything you got there can really help out in a pinch. Yeah, no, no kidding. I mean, look, remember your fridge is going to go out, your freezer is going to go out, all that food's going to be rotten and gone. You know, you're not going to have AC, you're not going to have lighting. So get yourself a generator. They start from just a few hundred bucks, you know, up to I think it's five or six thousand for something that powers your entire house. But what would you give to have power when it's 120 degrees outside and you're uh, the grid's down? Right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you like uh, sweating it out. But no, In central I mean, Florida, we can't do that. You would yeah, die. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it, yeah. It's not it's not a luxury. Right. It's um, a requirement. So, you know, again, be prepared and, um, you know, yeah, check out sat123.com or give us a call 941-955-1020. We'd be more than happy to walk you through the options. But, um, you know, when these things hit, you know, when these big disasters happen, all this equipment runs out, as you know, and we've been through that, you know, before. Well, we we did have the hurricane walk by and then we still saw the news reports about lack of communication. These people don't understand. They think that satellite phones are really expensive and they can't afford it and they kind of put it out of their mind, but they don't understand that they can get special deals. But we still see the same stories. Hurricane barrels up the coast and people can't get in touch. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And look, most places, these phones cost at least a thousand bucks. But sat123.com, we still have them for free with activation. Uh, 99 bucks a month, you get 100 minutes included. I mean, look at these poor people in Maui, right? And it's now five weeks you know, since then, and there's still no 911 service in most of the country, still no cell service in most of the, of the island, uh, and that's five weeks down the road, you know? So it, it's not like the power and the phones just come back up the next day. You know that in Florida, it doesn't happen that way. No, it doesn't happen that way. And the fires in Maui, that's the other thing about it. Because the phone lines were one of the first things to go down. They didn't sound the alarms. They were encouraging people to go uphill, but that's where the fire was. And then they blocked some people in. All people wanted to do was make a call. You just don't know when the government's going to let you down and you need to make a call. you got to make a call on a satellite phone because the towers are shot. Yeah, no, you're right. And and look, let's not forget about the real tragedy of Burning Man. Matt. And uh, By the way, I was looking for you. I didn't see you guys there. Uh, <laughs> they, you know, I mean, again, look, middle of the desert, you fly in your private jet, you know, you spend 500 grand to rent, you know, a fancy camper and your cell phone goes out. And that's what happened. They, the cell towers went down. Um, but we had a bunch of customers out there who had their sat phones and boy, were they using them. Uh, they're racking up hundreds of minutes and, and so on uh, because there was no other way to communicate. You know, so look, it can happen anywhere, whether it's in the middle of the desert, it can happen in the middle of a metro city. The power goes out, the cell towers go down. You are literally dead in the water, you know, unless you have a way to reach out. And that's what we do. It's at 123.com. 
Well, you won't see me at Burning Man because I have better things to do, Chris. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's just uh, yeah. Even even our, our our crazy friends in the in the audience, our leftist friends, you need a satellite phone too. I mean, if you're going to go out there and lay down in a highway, they might take away your phone. So you're you're gonna you're going to need something to get in touch with somebody. <laughs> yeah, no, no question. And look, at the core of this as well, you've got the privacy issue as always. You know, we're all being yeah. tracked with our cell phones to within a foot or two of where we are. They're listening in and so on. Satellite phones effectively cannot be tracked. The closest they can track you to is within five, uh, 50 square miles, which is useless, you know. So if you, if you don't want the government, you know, tracking you, you know, you don't want to be listening on, you know, then uh, that's just something else to think about. You do have the right to privacy, whether or not the government enforces that, which they usually don't. But you do have it. And uh, if you want you want some of that privacy, a satellite phone is another way to get that. We were talking earlier with the guest who was talking about cell phones, how they don't have a back door like the safes do. You know what I mean? The safes yeah. have a back door where you can access the safe and the password. Are satellite phones protected even if the FBI is coming down on you? I mean, look, the, the government has a lot of power. Um, but I, I would say from a practical point of view, the reason that they're not, they don't put the same amount of effort into uh, trying to, you know, do what they can to get into the satellite phones is there's not that many of them, right? There's hundreds of millions of cell phones in this country. There's probably maybe a million satellite phones, if that. Um, and it's just a smaller, it's a smaller market. Uh, it's a lesser concern. Uh, but, you know, cell phones have, I mean, the, the client side scanning is done by many of the big carriers. I won't name them. Um, but they're looking at every file you upload, download, move, view, you know, you know, everything, text, emails, voice, you name it. It's just scary when you put it that way because it's yeah. true. It, and it's it all is. because of the Patriot Act. Yeah, no, they can look at anything. They don't need a warrant. They don't need a reason. And um, they're certainly not interested in protecting your privacy or, or your right to privacy. So you just have to presume that no matter what you're doing on your phone, you, you know, it's an open conversation. It's a public conversation, effectively. That's right. It is. Talk about some of the special promotions you got right now. That watch is awesome. The phone and watch combo. Yeah, the Garmin watch. So, yeah, when you get it, um, if you sign up today for, uh, I think we've got it, what, at... Um, 24 month agreement, 99 bucks a month is all you pay. And that's for 100 minutes a month. You get the phone for free. That's at least a 12 to $1,500 saving. And we throw in a, a smartwatch as well from Garmin uh, that can track. You can actually connect it to your cell phone, get your text on there, so on. It measures your heart rate, uh, counts how many alcoholic drinks you have every day. No, that's it. Doesn't. <laughs> Maybe it should. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's that's also free. Those things are about 100, 150 bucks, I think. So you're getting a lot of good value there, but you're getting effectively life insurance, mate. You're going to you get a way to be able to communicate no matter what and save your life, save lives of your friends, your family, your community by being able to communicate when nobody else can. Well, very good stuff. Everybody check out SAT123.com. Last word to you, Chris. How you doing on college and pro football? You always have to bring that up, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I went 11 and 6 last weekend. All right. Now you're rubbing it in. Look, I'll pay my bookie back. I, I told him he needs to, he keeps calling me. But yeah, I, I'm hoping it's going to get better. We'll, we'll see. I, uh, yeah, maybe next time I'll have something to report that's uh, positive. And will Brady be a Jet? 
<laughs> I don't know. Money talks, right? I mean, how much money yeah. do you really need, though? <laughs> None of them need anything, right? So that's the. But it still seems to be important, and you know. So yeah, it does. Maybe it does. Say Giselle's new mansion in Florida. I, I'm not sure. It's it's hard to track all the cash these days in sports. It took up a decent chunk of the state that mansion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not quite enough <laughs> yeah exactly well everybody yeah everybody check out sat123 chris will be back next week and we'll be talking about other specials and things but you guys got to get protected and it's your security and it's your ability to communicate in a tough situation and plus on the job site last word to you chris on the job site the two-way communication is a lot clearer with the uh, walkies yeah, that's absolutely right. It really is. And, you know, it's all about being able to stay connected regardless of where you are all the time. And we even have the uh, mobile internet as well. Don't forget about that. That can keep you, your internet connection, give you almost a 5G connection no matter where you are, middle of anywhere, middle of the ocean, middle of the desert. No matter where you are, you can get both internet and, uh, and uh, voice communication. It's at 123.com. So check it out. Yes, indeed. Check it out today. And Chris Hoare, always a pleasure having you on the show, man. It's great to have you back. Thanks, Matt. Cheers, mate. All right. We'll see you soon. Everybody get protected. SAT123.com. We'll see you next time on the Matt Buff Show. Stay smart out there. 